Hey, this is Jasmine, and you're listening to the Eyeball Jazz Podcast. And I'm pretty much coming at you and coming to you in the state of anxiety because I'm watching the election results. And I don't want to be stressed out, so I'm, like, switching between watching the election and looking at, like, ridiculously, you know, ridiculous avant-garde fashion, um, which is hideous, by the way, but we're not even going to go there. It's neither here nor there. So I got married three weeks ago, and the wedding went really well. Uh, We had about six people. We got married on the stairs in front of our apartment building. Um, I am unfortunately invited my mother, but, you know, I was trying to be nice. Um, And we had our friends there, and I had my friends. Our friends and our friends were on the sidewalk. We were on the stairs. Everyone was a a pretty good distance away from each other. Everyone wore face masks. And, you know, we got married. But that very same day, unfortunately, I had a cold. After everybody, after we got married, which was about six or seven minutes, he kicked everybody off the sidewalk and told them to go home. And we had roast beef, mashed potatoes, and a salad while watching Jeopardy and Antiques Roadshow. Then we went to bed. I had a four-day weekend for my wedding, and it was actually just a really nice day. Um, the weather was it was the warmest it had been in a while. It was like 80 degrees outside, 82 or something like that. It was sunny, and it was just, I felt like for the first place, first time in my life, I was right where I needed to be and right where I belonged. And and I know it sounds weird for me to say like right where I belong, but like I don't question like our relationship. I don't feel insecure in a way. I don't feel you. I don't feel like I don't constantly question whether or not this is meant to be or anything. I don't even think about meant to be. I think I love this man. He makes me happy. We're happy. We get along very well. We share the same similar interests and values and beliefs and and I knew that I was going to marry him the very first date and I remember telling people and people thought I was insane and here we are like nine months later and we're married so if you would have told me years ago that this would you know I would be married like I would be married I would not have believed you I would have been like yeah right whatever you know I'm, you know, supposed to be spreading my legs like the Red Sea or some shit. I don't know. But, no, I I really had my mind set on being a hoe before I met him. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wild out. And not even one month into my dating journey, I met him. So, I met him at a, where I was at, content with myself. I was happy with myself. And I didn't feel I needed someone to complete me. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. So why I said that, this is why I said inviting my mother was a mistake. Because even though I tried to keep the peace, and even though I was really kind to her and welcoming, she had to make sure she made me feel insecure and small even on my wedding day. She whispered in my ear shortly after we got married about how I looked um, unattractive or something like that. And it made me feel very self-conscious throughout the night. And I instantly, me and my husband instantly were 
regretted inviting her. And um, we decided from now on in the future, we won't be inviting her to any more major life events. And so things have been relatively good on that, you know, and so I just kind of let it go because that was just one gesture of kindness that, um, over many years of gestures and kindness, kindness, uh, gestures of kindness. Like I've had so many inviting her to my first art show, inviting her to uh, my graduations, inviting her to like these, these little things where, you know, most parents would celebrate and be excited for the child. It was always a, she always had the final way to put me down. So she succeeded for about 30 seconds until I really kind of saw through what she said. And I told him what she said and we laughed about it. And that was the end of that. Um, I didn't have any family there and that's okay. I can't stand fake family shit. Like I can't stand the fakeness of people acting like they care about me because they're related to me when they're not, when they don't care at all. It's, it's weird. Um, so that's that. And let's see what else. So <laughs> I've been doing a lot of training. I've been at my job for almost three months and I've been doing a lot of training, absurd amount of training. I'm exhausted with training. I'm trained out, but apparently I'm not fully trained because there has been so much stuff going on at this job that like everybody's been like running and just frantically running or running around like a chicken with their head cut off. And it's been nuts. Um, but I'm doing really well at my job. Um, I'm really good at it. And that makes me feel good. Uh, let's see what else. Hmm. 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 I haven't, I've been basically um, craving wanting to do art. Like I've been wanting to do art so bad. And I think it's because the more stressed out I feel at work, the more like exhausted I feel, like the more I feel like I don't have time to myself, the more I, I find that art centers me in a way that nothing else does. And so um, I've been wanting to create art, but there's this part of me that is afraid of like, once I show that to someone, is it really mine anymore? Because that's kind of how I started being an artist, was showing paintings to people that I was really confident and excited about, only for that person to be like, oh, you should do a show, you should do that. And then me getting obsessed with pretty much making pieces that people like instead of making pieces that I like. So there isn't much to say except that I voted for the first time in my life. I'm 33 years old and I've never voted. I always felt like voting was a scam. I always felt like the system was rigged and I still believe the system is rigged. But um, I'm tired of living in terror and I'm tired of being afraid and I'm tired of worrying um, whether or not my skin will be the factor in which I'll be killed, you know? Um, there's been so much going on in the city I live in, which is Minneapolis. I've seen um, a lot of things, um, buildings boarded up, lots of crime. Everything is just madness. But I can't go through another four years with the president that we have. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. I cannot go through another four years with that president because he doesn't care about anyone. And I can't, I refuse 
I don't want to see another uh, a bunch of children locked up in cages who are separated from their parents, who haven't even found their parents yet. I don't want to see another president bullying people and encouraging police brutality and homophobia, homophobia and racism and transphobia and sexism. I don't want to see any more of that. And I'm not saying the other guy is perfect. I'm not saying that. But I can't vote for that. The the reality uh, show host slash failed businessman slash it's not really nouveau riche, but inherited, you know, trust fund, uh, inherited money jerk guy. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm, I have never voted a day in my life, but today I went down and I voted because I want to believe that this world can change. I want to believe that people can be kind to each other and be respectful to each other and love one another. And it isn't revolutionary. It's not revolutionary to want to be treated with respect and to be treated, treat others with respect. I don't understand how it could be so hard for the people to be so, you know, or to love other people. It's not too revolutionary to do that. And we need more love in this world. And it's, and it's harder and harder to see love when Everything you see on the news is devastating. Anyway, I've talked too long. I have to go go get my dinner um, and, you know, bite my nails and panic the entire election night results. But you guys have a good night or morning, wherever you are. And this is Jazz. You were listening to the Eyeball Jazz podcast. And I hope that each and every one of you is doing great. I hope that... Each and one of you, each and every one of you hasn't lost hope. And I hope that each and every one of you's life is made a little bit better by feeling like you're not alone. Because I'm here and I'm saying as a black woman in Minneapolis who does not want to vote, who did not vote for Trump, that we just got to hold on. The world, the best is yet to come.